morning. Welcome to Q&A. This is your opportunity to text in questions. If you have anything stirring around in your heart and your mind from the service this morning, the number is up on the screen, so we would encourage you to text them in. And so we've got Tony joining us, our executive pastor and pastor of counseling. So excited to Good have morning. you here this morning. Great to be here. Um, great service as we continued uh, with Spirit-Filled, um, a Spirit-Filled Church. Um Coming out of 2021, going into a new year, I think a great topic to, you know, as you said, to see a need and meet a need and to be aware of walking alongside one another. Because we know it's not going to be a breezy year. We're not promised ease and comfort. And so what a great encouragement to be aware of that starting off in the new year. Passage was to me, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we do have some questions, so we'll go ahead and get running if right. ready to go. Yeah. All right. Um, first question here about prayer. So you've mentioned um, one way to help carry a burden is to help or to um, serve in prayer. Right. Um, when when you pray for someone who's carrying a burden or sorry, how do you pray for someone who's carrying a burden when you have not struggled with that burden? Yeah, that's a good question. I think a good thing to remember is. The Lord, we help carry their burdens by taking them to to the Lord. Mm. And whatever comfort we received in whatever burden we have, it's the same comfort. The Bible says that's the same comfort that the Lord will give them. So um, we don't have to say, I know exactly how you feel. I've been through that. That's not Mm. the case at all. But I think you just be familiar with the promises of Scripture, how he'll never leave you or forsake you. You can pray that over your friends, say, you know, Lord, may she know that you are always there with her. Um, pray. Um, Philippians 4 tells us that in everything give thanks mm. in, in, your, in your prayers and the God of peace will be with you. Many times when there's a burden, people are looking for peace, which is a byproduct. It's a result when we think right, when we pray right, uh, when we think right things about the Lord. So just helping them understand the attributes of God that he is all-knowing, he's wise, sovereign, loving. When you remind them of who the Lord is, that can comfort them And mm. then in their particular circumstance. Absolutely. And I, I can identify feeling inadequate many times when someone has shared a burden. Like, wow, I've never walked that. It must be so right. difficult. But to be able to point back to Scripture that is right. not changing, right. regardless of circumstance, those truths and the, characters of, the characteristics of the Lord right. are the same. Yeah. Um, let's see, next question about sharing a burden. Um, I'll admit it's hard to make a burden known. I feel like it's complaining. How do you balance between sharing and not complaining about the burden? Um, I think there's, uh, there's always a time for spiritual candor. Whereas, again, when you're in a smaller group or you have someone you know, just admit it's, it's hard right now. Uh, I'm really struggling with this, uh, with my thought life, with, uh, with a behavior. Um, I could really use your prayer and encouragement. I, I don't think that sounds like complaining. Um, I mean, complaining is complaining. It's not fair. Why is this happening to me? Right. Uh, I, I should be exempt from this versus sure. this is hard. I want to please the Lord in this, but it's hard. Can you come alongside me? Can you pray for me? That's there's a difference between sort of making accusations or some type of statements that I should be exempt from this versus this is hard. I know the Lord got a purpose in it, but it's hard. Can you help me? Mm. Yeah, because it does make a tremendous difference to um, walk through the hard 
with someone, yes, with other believers, and to allow them to love you through that. Sometimes it can be, I don't know why, a pride, um, probably, to accept that help. And, you know, to say, I'm not strong enough to care, but that's why the Lord's given us that community. And it can be, yeah. it can be hard to say, to ask for help or to ask to bear a burden. And I, Doug says it very well. And so this is a paraphrase, but he talks about the fact that when we have joy and we mm. share our joy with someone else, the joy is multiplied. But if we share our burdens with others, it's dissipated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think, I think the scripture points to that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, next question. Can you explain how a 2,000-year-old book is sufficient to help the problems of a modern world? Sure, because it says um, Jesus is the wonderful counselor. This mm-hmm. uh, book is his word. And uh, he says he was tempted in every way we were yet without sin. They're not talking about the outward circumstances. They're talking about the issues of the heart. We Mm. all have things. We all have our own idolatry. I want something more than pleasing God or God's not sufficient. I want this. Bible speaks to that. Sinful anger. When it says in James chapter four, we fight and quarrel because we're not getting what we want. Mm -hmm. And so this culture, we may want things in this culture that they didn't want in an earlier culture, but it's still, I want what I want. So I'll fight. The heart issue is still the the same. The heart issue is still the same. Am I oriented toward wanting to love the Lord and be used by him to build his kingdom, or do I want my own way? Mm. And so that's why the Bible is sufficient. It speaks to the inner man, spiritual heart. And those heart issues haven't changed over 2,000 years. The that's right. outward that's right. things may have changed or the, distractions have changed. The enticements change, change yes, but that's our a good heart's way to put desires it. do not. Our, the enticements yeah. have changed. That's yeah. a really good way. To put that, but our hearts in those struggles have not changed. We either either love the Lord first and foremost, or we love something else. Mm. Uh, we've said it many times: we're 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 made to be worshipers, and we're either going to worship the Lord or we're going to worship something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I loved it. We were talking about it in Galatians six three about being gentle and humble, and remembering that could be me. Yeah. And so when I was thinking about that, I think we've all been tempted in that situation. Say, oh, I would never do that. But reality is that could be me yeah. in those situations. Um, that was just something that was a moment for me to think about humbling in the um, or remembering to humble myself when I'm thinking about the burdens that other people are dealing with or the sin that they're dealing with. Um, how do you encourage? Well, real quick on that. Yeah sort of tied the two together sure. about the heart issues of the saying. Mm-hmm. There may be certain sins of others that you would say, that I just don't even find that appealing. Sure, okay, absolutely. But the heart issue that would go hard for something else other than the Lord are there. So, but for the gift right. of the Holy Spirit, I could be the one entrapped in something. Mm-hmm. may not look exactly the same way. All that, plus, there is always a possibility where I, without the Holy Spirit, maybe I would find that particular sin attractive. So sure. um, just wanted to follow up on that. But no, that, that's a good point. Like with the, um, whether it's a selfish heart or a different idol or right. anger or whatever it right. could be. Yeah. So some people, some people may say, help this. I, that, I don't, that is detestable. I mean, I, I can't even imagine mm-hmm. that I would be entrapped in that. Well, first of all, we shouldn't be so confident that we wouldn't, but it also doesn't mean that we don't have similar uh, idolatry aimed at something else. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I feel like it can be tricky to, and maybe this is kind of where admonishment comes in, like mm-hmm. remind people like, mm, you're, that's not exactly a humble response on something, you know, like to encourage somebody else to seek to be humble in a situation. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you do that or encourage someone to? How do you humbly admire someone to be humble? Yes, I think so. I think that's the question. <laughs> um, well, I, it's the same way you would anything else. It's like, okay, tell me who you're trying to give praise and elevate in that state. Mm-hmm. You know, are you giving glory to the Lord or are you seeking to make your name known? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, it always goes back to who, what's your mo- what is your motivation? Whatever your example is, in saying that or in doing that mm-hmm. or in wanting this done, what is the motivation behind it? Because the same outward um, result can be motivated from two different hearts, promotion of self or promotion mm, of right. So, right. So in this context of humbly going to other people, you're not trying to say, look, you need to elevate your game to be as good as me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, hey. That could be, I recognize it could be me, and there's probably a recognition that I have been ensnared in something, or I have sure. had a similar burden before, mm-hmm. and so I either want to spare you that, or I want to come alongside and help you the same way someone helped me. Right. So. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, and the idea you talked about, like, the see a need and need a need. Mm-hmm. I know there's been many times where I've had those situations where I'm like, oh, I, I should jump in and help, but I have this hesitancy. Like, what if I, I don't want to make them think I have like pity on them or feel uncomfortable. And um, so sometimes I found myself freezing and not jumping in to help and not meeting a need because I'm so concerned about how they might perceive it. Well, I mean, uh, wisdom, the Mm -hmm. world will give you wisdom in the moment, but maybe just ask a question. Hey, would it be helpful if I did this right now? Mm. Would it be helpful, you know, um, and sometimes just do it. I do think because people are reluctant to ask, if you have a generic, hey, let me know if there's anything I can do for you. Right. You know, that's, it's easy. Because it, now that you put the onus on them, well, actually there is, you know, but if you see a need and go, hey, would this gift card help you right now? Or mm. would this, you know, would it help if I kept your kids tonight for you guys to get out? Or would, no. And just offer something specific. Mm-hmm. Because people can yeah. say no. They, they can, can say they no. They can decline, yeah. you know, if they really didn't. Even. And there are ways, too, that where you don't even put it in the form of a question. You mm. give an eyes when we send them a gift card, what, depending on what the need is. You know, sometimes, um, many times we've encouraged from the body, what would you want done for you in that situation? And then do it. Just simply do it. Right. You know, they can return it or they can say no, but um, just proactively offering rather than waiting to be asked. Right. Absolutely. Just had this question come in. Um, With our priority being the local church, what is our responsibility to believers who are not part of our local body, such as long distance friends or people in our workplace? So bearing the burdens of those people who aren't necessarily in our local church. Yeah, it's interesting. The verse um, chapter, I mean, verse 10 says, especially those who are the household of the faith. So Hmm. um, I do believe we should be supporting believers mm-hmm. uh, bearing their burdens. And so um, I just think you, there's going to be, there'll be always be needs greater than what an individual can, can provide. Sure. And so if you, um, 
I think the Lord touches our heart. You know, if you're actively engaged in your local body serving, there'll be opportunities there. But if you come across someone at work or distant friend and, and have the wherewithal, despite distance, to help bear a burden, I, I think you should do that. And, you know, as we bear burdens, we also still have to make sure we're fulfilling our responsibilities. You know, mm-hmm. I'm making sure I'm loving my wife the way I'm supposed to. I'm raising right. my kids. And um, then meeting the other burdens as, as the Lord presents them. So I, I think verse 10 can be the whole, can be the greater church as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And those distance relationships, even though sometimes you may not be there to physically take them something or to physically right. help them, but again, prayer, yes. encouraging text messages, yeah. written letters, whatever, can be a huge encouragement to know right. even someone at a distance who's not there with you every day is remembering you and when you're in the, in the midst of something, just being remembered to yeah. know that you're not alone is a huge encouragement. That's something I've learned this year. <clears throat> um, this year is just the blessing of written notes. Hmm. Um, I was encouraged to write notes uh, and took that on and surprised at the response people got gave when, oh, I was so encouraged by, by your note. And then I've received two or three this year and I go, wow, that's pretty, that's pretty cool to think that this person doesn't see me every day, was busy, but still the Lord placed on their heart to pray for me. That shows me, one, they're, uh, they're walking alongside me, but it also is a tangible piece. The Lord mm-hmm. hasn't forgotten them. The yes. Lord worked in somebody to write a note to you. So mm-hmm. It can be very encouraging. And not to say you can't send something through text or whatever oh, else, sure. but, but there is something special, though, about getting a handwritten note. Now when something comes in the mail that's not just an advertisement, you're like, oh, exciting. Yeah. <laughs> real, real mail. It's real mail. Um, to actually see someone's handwriting, it, that's, it adds an extra level of love, I think, yeah. when you receive that. So sure. I think it's a great encouragement. Um, well, anything else you would add or didn't have time to fit in to the message this morning that you would love to cover in our last few minutes? I, I was just for the CFC body. I, as I started, we, we've been, Lisa and I have been blessed to be here at CFC and um, to see the, the body work. And I just really want to encourage, let's just take it a next step. Um, mm-hmm. what, what, could, what could each of us individually do that would increase the reputation of CFC, not for our own glory, but for the glory of God, that our community would miss us if we left and the community grows more aware of us in 2022. So. I think it's a great question to ask. And then also just a reminder of the question that you said in the service, um, asking someone, loved one, spouse, someone, um, do you see more or less of the fruit of the spirit in me this year and commit to mm-hmm. growing yeah. and receiving well, yeah. one, receiving the feedback and then commit to growing in response yeah. to that feedback. So I think it's a good question to ask and would encourage all of you, um, as well as myself, challenging myself to be able to do that this week. I do have one more. Go for it. One of the things we talked about is if you don't, if you're reluctant to enter into a hard situation because you think you don't know where you would go in Scripture to help someone, really would encourage you to take the counseling discipleship yes, training. absolutely. I know it says counseling discipleship training, but all it is is learning to help real people use the Scriptures um, to solve problems. And uh, when we get feedback at the end of the training, almost the large majority is always, wow, this helped me personally Mm -hmm. in my own growth. And I feel better equipped to help someone else, even though I may not pursue formal counseling. So uh, I think registration remains open through Tuesday. And so I really would encourage people to sign up.
And I would second that. I still have my binder. I've referenced it for myself. I mean, as a parent, that was my big draw. Like, I want to be able to be prepared to help my children um, and their friends as well. And so, huge blessing um, to be able to do that. So, I would really encourage you to register. Yep. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us this morning. um, And Happy New Year. Happy New Year.